Hey everybody, it's Ron and Amy, and we are here with This Empty Nest, a podcast about two old people. We're not old. Barely hanging on to life. (laughs) Stop. Finding their way to the grave. That is not a good intro. (laughs) That is the opposite. But it got you going. It got you going. (laughs) There are other ways to get me going besides that. (laughs) Well, I have to tell you, this, this is the first time that we've had to restart. We had like five minutes of good content. We did. And it was so good. And, you know, typically we have a don't edit that out policy because I'm lazy, but um, also because I feel like there's that's where a lot of authenticity and the magic happens. But I didn't have my microphone turned on. <laughs> that's not me. That's you. No, it was on me. It was on me. <laughs> I was and, all there. Yeah. And so anyways, <laughs> we uh, we just had to we had to hit stop and record and start over. Yeah. Boy, that just kind of got low. But I wanted to say that. Uh, <laughs> did you listen to the last the last podcast? I don't. I didn't. I don't listen to him. Why not? Why don't you listen to him? Because then I would critique it too much. Mm. Yeah, it's really painful for me to listen to it. Yeah. See, that's why I don't. It, it's not painful <laughs> for me to hear you. It's painful for me to hear me. Well, that's probably. I could only hear myself. I probably should. I probably should lean into it though. You should like you you know put it put it in the podcast app. Listen to it in your car. That's what I do. Um, but anyways, when I listen to the last podcast, I, don't I just listen to podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, when I listened to it, I just kind of heard heard me more me. I'm going to speak about me trying to be the other people that do podcasts and have like the snappy intro. Hi, this is such and such podcast where we teach you to such and such. I don't know that we're on a mission to teach anybody anything. (laughs) And I also don't know that we're on a mission to have a snappy one-liner. And I also don't know that we're on a mission to have like a schedule. Yeah. Well, see, I don't listen to podcasts on a regular basis unless I'm with you because partly because I don't really know how to use a podcast app and partly because I listen to music when I'm driving. Um, so I guess I don't have myself, to, I don't compare myself to other people like that. So mm. interesting. Is this your don't compare other people's outsides to your insides? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, anyways, you might be hearing some background noise today, and that's because it's a beautiful spring morning here in Fort Worth, Texas. And, it's um, a beautiful it, day. It rained this morning, rained, rained a lot, but now the sun is out and it's cool outside. And so we decided to open the door and let uh, some of the spring air and the spring sounds in. Which probably includes some birds, some music, some kids, some jets. Who knows? Jets? Well, from the base. We don't live that close to the base, do we? Oh, my goodness. We live literally like right close to a naval air mm-hmm. station where jets are taking off all the time. I never paid attention to that. Oof. Sometimes I think we're living different <laughs> lives. But, uh, I do hear trains. Yes, you do hear trains. <laughs> um, but but anyways, uh, it man, it has been, it's been a, probably about a week and a half since we have been able to record a podcast. And uh, man, it's, it's been a week because I think, well, let me make a statement for me and then you can agree. I don't want to state, make a statement for you, but I enjoy doing these. I do too. But I think I was depending too much on you to lead us. Yeah, and so because I enjoy it and you enjoy it, um, I think we, and then people were telling us that they enjoy it. I mean, like not a large number of people. You know, two. <laughs> yeah, two. Like you know, <laughs> when you have an audience of two, it's, you know, kind of motivates you to <laughs> create more podcasts. But then you stop and think, well, I don't know that I have anything to say. And so I feel like the last week and a half or so, we've kind of been struggling to figure out what to say, what to talk about. 
Yes. I would say that. Plus, I think also it has been where um, trying to figure out what to say makes you begin to think, okay, well, maybe this isn't something we need to do. It's just too hard. Yeah. It leads, it leads to doubt, <clears throat> right? It leads to, I'm not good enough. Maybe mm-hmm. we shouldn't do this. And, and, and in a lot of ways, it kind of feels like that. You know, like that, probably that, I don't even know if this is a true story, but it's probably, a, it's definitely a cliche story of Babe Ruth, like, uh, you know, if he was in a slump, he would try harder and harder to hit the ball, and of course the slump would get longer and longer, and I kind of feel like, not that we're in a slump, but no. just in terms of trying to come up with something to say, I felt like the harder we tried to look for something to say, the more elusive it was. Yes, and I think also that's where... Um some blame came into play as well. It was not my fault. It was your fault or it was definitely your fault. Yeah. That's what you said. <laughs> I don't know that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure I probably have said this week. It's your fault several times, but not in the context of this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so as the, as the week went on, I think we, we, well, maybe what if we did this? Well, that doesn't really feel like, what if we did this? Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't really feel right. And uh, so, yeah, it was just starting to turn into uh, one day after another where we didn't record one. Yeah. And almost like it began to be something I would avoid thinking about. <gasps> you avoiding conflict? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a shocker. I know. And so, anyways, we, uh, we went about our day today, and we went to go uh, drop off my car, and we stopped at Torchy's Tacos. Uh, I'm sure that $100,000 check will be in the mail for mentioning torchies. Oh, uh-huh. But uh, anyways, we stopped to have some tacos, and something amazing happened. I almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I came up with the idea for a podcast. <laughs> Is that what you've been waiting for all week? <laughs> well, it, you know, like, let's let's be honest. Like, in, in this conversation of... Uh, like the creative push, the creative urge. I, I am a, my preference, my style of thinking is more uh, future. Like the, the present is never good enough. Let's always look to the future. And your style of thinking and your preference of thinking is to hold on to what you have. Yes. And so it's, it's sometimes it can be really hard for you to make a suggestion. Hey, let's move beyond what we have. Let's go do something new. Very much so. I do not. I create creative thinking is not my strong suit and it's a struggle. And so um, I think that's part of where we have uh, we have had conflict several times this week in trying to figure out what to do next. And it bleeds into other areas of our marriage besides just doing another podcast. Yeah, it's one of those things where once you kind of get into this uneasy state, even if it's even if it's something little, um, you get into this uneasy state and, you know, it's not bad. No. Uh, but it does it does kind of it's like uh, it's like silly putty, right? Like uh, it, it just kind of starts to pick up a bunch of stuff. And before you know it, it's probably more stuff than silly putty. Uh, and, uh, you know, like even at some point this week, like I've been growing a beard. And it's probably the All longest. All just this this week or for a long Well, well, well. Like, uh, I've been growing a beard for about four or five months. And it's the longest that my beard has ever been. Mm-hmm. And it got so you long. You even went to get it cut, like at a hair. Yeah, I would go and like, get, <laughs> it's like I would get my hair did and I would go to the barbershop, Fort Worth barbershop. I don't know if that's 100000 That might be worth 5000 for a plug. But uh, <laughs> anyways, I would go get my hair did at the Fort Worth barbershop and I loved it. And um, But this week, I have it... 
the hair around my mouth was starting to get really long. And so when I was eating, I was constantly having to stick my finger into my mouth and pull the hair. You didn't have to share that part of this well, story. Well, okay, but there's a reason. Yuck. There's a reason. It's going somewhere. Um. But I, it was starting to frustrate me where I felt like I've got to trim this hair around my mouth because it's affecting me when I eat and drink. It's, <laughs> it's very disconcerting to have hair in your mouth that is attached to something while you're trying to eat. Well, it's disconcerting to have hair in your that's mouth, That's, like, period. really gross, by the way. Sorry. Well, we'll move on. So, anyways, I got home one night, and I'm like, that's it. I'm going to try and trim this so that I can still have a beard but just not have this long hair around my mouth. Well, <clears throat> I probably should have left it to the professionals because one thing led to another, and uh, it, it eventually got to the point where I had to shave the whole thing off, like, down to the skin. And I wasn't here to see this process. Maybe I could have guided you. I was... I was got, I was working. So. Yeah, because I'm sure you would have been very interested in me trimming my beard and wanted to guide me. I would have, perhaps. <laughs> <sighs> so, anyways, anyways, uh, she came. She came home a little bit late that night, and um, she came home to uh, skin on my face that yes. she hadn't seen in probably a couple of years. It was almost like you had decided to shave every hair on your body. I mean, okay. I know you still had eyebrows, but it just looked weird. Very weird and different. And so my response... Let me just let me just pause right here and say that the average husband... We're the average husband to say to the average wife when they came home with a new <laughs> hairstyle, you look weird. It probably <laughs> would not go well. So I feel like there's a little bit of a double standard okay, here. Okay, okay. I'm not saying it was right. It was just shocking. <laughs> and I didn't realize it was such as big of a deal as it has become. Well, I, you know, like, <laughs> I didn't mean to shave it all off, so I was already kind of struggling a little. Like, it, I realized after it all came off that it has taken me four or five months to get to that point. So it just kind of quickly snowballed into something I didn't intend it to do. <laughs> and you came home, and you, <laughs> you, what I heard, this is what you said. I said, well, did you like my beard? And you said, yes. Well, I knew you liked my beard. You, and then you started to indicate that you liked my fuzzy lumberjack beard. And I said, I honestly did not know that. I have never heard you say that you liked my fuzzy beard. I See, there's the key word, heard. <laughs> um, I know I've said it, but maybe you weren't listening. Mm, maybe you didn't say it. Well enough. <laughs> yeah, maybe you didn't say it well enough, or maybe I didn't listen well enough. Well, anyways, uh, so, like, that's an example of something that happened this week. Yeah. And so this stuff just kind of builds up, and it builds up, and last night we went out. Like, it wasn't an official date night. Maybe we should have said, okay, we're going on a date night. Maybe we should have. So we went to have dinner, and uh, I feel like I've made enough money off plugs, so I won't say where. Um, but we went to go have dinner, and I I was going into this dinner probably because my heart was still feeling stepped on from the whole beard incident, thinking oh I really, goodness. really got to find a way to connect with my wife in this dinner. <laughs> and so I started to share things from deep in my soul. Deep in your soul. Like just, I mean, very deep. I don't know if that is necessary. I think you're tweaking the story a, a hair bit. I'm telling a story. Okay, sorry. So I was telling things that had happened in my day. And deep how, from your soul. Deep from my soul and how it impacted me, both the good and the bad. And I just feel like I poured my soul out. 
And then it was Amy's turn. You know how a conversation goes back and forth. It was Amy's turn. And I was telling a story. I thought sharing an emotional part of my day. And he... (laughs) I... Our intensity of emotion is very different, and you know mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And so when I began to share my story, someone told me I was communicating in a lazy way and that it was minutia what I was telling him. <laughs> so you can see I was our, still communication, from the beard comments. our communication grade for last night probably would have been probably somewhere in the D range, I would guess. Well, and so, in, in, in not in my defense, but to add some more color to it, uh, because I probably shouldn't have said that it was lazy communication, but the conversation was about people that I didn't know. Well, you told me about people I didn't know. Okay, right. But hold on. I'm going to finish. People, oh. people I didn't know. Uh-huh. There was no indication that I should care about these people. There was no indication of conflict or conflict resolution or uh, that I needed to care about these people, that mm-hmm. you even cared about these people. They were just random people involved in a real estate transaction that it just felt like you were ticking off. And then and then I walked into this room and I sat down on a chair. And so that's what I heard. Okay. So after I had we won't poured get out into, my soul. Okay. This is probably getting past where people don't care. So I'm just going to transition out a little bit further into the story. So this is a prime example of where we sometimes, even after being married for 25 years, struggle to communicate. And um, I think that. Doing this podcast has opened up and made that more clear, plus being empty nesters. Um, it, Six whole episodes in and we've got this figured out. Sweet. We no. should have been doing this for 25 no, years. No, it means we've got a lot to do. But mm. I mean, but what I mean by that is as empty nesters, it's, it's very apparent that you don't have schedules and kids to distract you. And so any kind uh, of conflict or... Um, Disconnect is very apparent um, and doesn't go away very easily without you leaning into it. Mm -hmm. And so then I think that's where you have to decide at some point in in that phase of your life, how are you willing to live in the messy and connect or do you start to disconnect? And it's easier sometimes, I think, to disconnect. Yeah, there's certainly there. So there are distractions mm-hmm. as an as an empty nester, especially when. Um, well, I mean, your careers are a distraction, uh, mm-hmm. but I think especially in your case, you uh, are running a small business, and that that never shuts off. So mm-hmm. so that's always a present. That's always a distraction that is present. Um, but it is. It I think the the difference is is that when you've got kids and the busyness of having kids and. And running a household, mm-hmm. uh, I think that it's if you're in a place of conflict, you can just quickly switch gears and say, "Oh, we got to take the kids here. Oh, mm-hmm. we got to do this, or oh, we got to make dinner." Um, and so, as an empty nester, it's like you're looking for that for that piece of cover that you can get behind, mm-hmm. and it's not there. Yeah. And so, I also think that sometimes. Um, I know my personality. I want to fix the conflict as soon as possible because I don't like to live in the conflict. I don't like it to be there. And so um, this week is a prime example of trying to figure out what to do next on this on this podcast is it kept coming up short or our communication. We weren't connecting. And um, I was beginning to 
to avoid even thinking about it because I'm like, well, I guess I just can't do that. And uh, realizing through our conflict or disconnect in our just our marriage in general, I realized if leaning into it makes it, we finally came to a good place this morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was an, uh, another conflict that before we got to that connection. <laughs> yeah, well it was a, it was a similar thing we were we were talking about about something else and um you know like I think especially um you, I'm I'm a very direct communicator and especially when I'm asking questions I'm I'm expecting a direct answer. And I'm a very I, indirect communicator. <laughs> and I'm not saying that that's always right or wrong, but the story that I often say about Amy's style of communication is I'll say, "Hey, could you look outside? Is the sky blue today?" And and I never get a yes or a no. And oftentimes what I will start to hear is a story from her childhood and maybe stuff about a real estate transaction. And as someone with my communication style, she loses me really fast and my mind starts to wander. And so uh, so <laughs> we had another one of those situations this morning. And, and you know, I kind of reiterated the lazy communicator thing, which I probably, again, shouldn't have done. <laughs> but I was just frustrated with the, with what was happening is me trying to engage and communicate and her essentially fainting, not fainting as in like, but fainting, like a- avoiding it and moving away from the communication. And. Again, it's like that that Babe Ruth, that home run hitter, like the more that you kind of get in that spot and the more that you try and fix it, the worse it gets. Yes, I would agree with that. And, um, you know, I can't even I can't even tell someone how to to get to the next step because I'm not sure how we got past that part. Um, I think it was a, a part for both of us to maybe really think about okay, we, I want to solve for this. I don't want to end in being disconnected. Um, uh, I'm sure it was something I did. Oh, I'm sure it was. You, you started listening. <laughs> <laughs> you started hearing. Touche. <laughs> um, and so I think it, we got to a good place there on that. I don't, I don't know how to end well, this is really one of those tough conversations. I think this is, <clears throat> well, okay, it's not, this is not a tough conversation, but I think, you know, some of the things that we talk about, there are very clear and easy ways to offer advice. I don't think this, this is one of those things where we feel uh, qualified or even compelled to give advice on this topic. I think this is us saying, hey, here's something that happens to us. It is something that is pretty common uh, for us as empty nesters, it may or may not be for you as empty nesters or husband and wife or whatever your situation is. Uh, but certainly, certainly it is about the busyness of life, whether it's kids or whatever it is. And, um, there are things that come up in a marriage that, that need to be addressed. And Mm -hmm. the busyness can sometimes make us, uh, give us a reason to run away from those things. Yes. I would say that we probably had this issue in communication for all of our marriage and it's just now coming to light now that there is no busyness besides, you know, jobs and stuff to get in the way. Yeah. There's no, there's no place to, there's no bushel to hide it under, right? Like it's always front and center. And so, so yeah, so that's, that's, that's been our week this week. And, um, man, it just seems weird to not like have, uh, a resolution or conclusion and say, go try this. 
Yeah, but I would say that finally having this idea to, to talk about this stuff really helps. I think it's back to your learning pyramid thing that you have, um, that this is a doing. And so I think, I don't know if it helps anybody else, but it has. I think it will help us. That's actually a really good way to wrap up. That's like two times in one day. I'm good like that. You are good like that. And I, I would agree with that in that, uh, you know, like I think one of the things that we struggle with in terms of like what to talk about on the podcast is, you know, like we feel like we have to preach. Um, and I think really if we just take a step back and realize that primarily, not all the way, but primarily we're doing this as a way for us to solidify the things that are going on uh, to learn more from the stuff that's going on in marriage and in our lives. Um, and hopefully you can get some value out of it. It makes it easier to do and it makes it easier to learn from. I would agree with that. And I would say, you know, if nothing else, it helps us. And that's important too. Yes, it is. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. But you frustrate the heck out of me sometimes. Oh, ditto on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's going to be a fantastic day today. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. And uh, if you've got any uh, ideas about future episodes or issues that you want us to tackle. We, and that would help us tremendously. It would probably keep us from uh, being in conflict near as much. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know. And uh, thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.